Welcome to another episode of D Camps Corner Podcast. Uh, I know I've been gone for a while, but with this uh, <laughs> all this quarantining and this whole coronavirus pandemic, I will be putting out a lot of a lot more content uh, next uh, upcoming weeks. Uh, today we'll be talking about uh, the 2020 draft and the NBA draft. That is, um, we got it. We got it. We missed out on the you know NCAA tournament uh, this March and April. We didn't get a chance to see the best players go at it, uh, but today I'll be discussing who I think who I think are the top five prospects uh, in the NBA draft, not who I think are you know the who I think they'll go to, but just top five overall. So first, uh, starting off, uh, we got shooting guard Anthony Edwards, 6'5", 225, uh, freshman from Georgia. Uh, he had a great season this year. He averaged nineteen point one points per game, um, three level score, very athletic. Uh, he shot 40% from the field, uh, 29% on threes. Uh, he has a great sense of floor spacing, uh, cutting, uh, just moving without the ball. He can do that very well. He's very athletic and play above the rim um, and can f- finish his way through traffic, whether it's with finesse or force. So uh, a few of his strengths, of course, like I mentioned, the scoring, that's first and foremost. That's obvious, but his body, he's 6'5", 225. Six nine standard reach, and if, if you see him play, he, uh, he has about a forty plus inch vertical. Easy, he can get off the floor. Uh, he has a like a James Harden type body, uh, real big, sturdy. Um, you know, he's not going to get pushed around easy, especially at the guard position. Um, and with that, that can translate into defense. So uh, at the college level, he defends he he defends pretty well when he wants to. Uh, Going to the NBA, uh, he, he I know he guarded one through three at, at the college level, but going to the NBA, he can probably guard some fours, you know, going against the Houston Rockets if they have like uh, PJ Tucker at the five or something like that, you know, those extra super small ball lineups. Um, he can definitely guard fours, de- easy guard one through three. Uh, he has, like I said, his large frame, very versatile, long arms. Uh, when engaged, he slides really well, gets over screens, just, just bullies his way through screens. And he also has great hands and uh, good anticipation in, in the passing lanes. So um, I know he averaged over a steal a game this year. Um, you know, he shoots the pass, shoots the gaps really well. And uh, yeah, like I said, when he's engaged, he slides well. He keeps the ball handler contained uh, on the perimeter. But his weaknesses, um, you can tell some, you know, you can tell some of his weaknesses very obvious when you watch his games. Uh, just like I said, the shooter percentages, his shot selections can, you know, he can, he can be really really streaky at times uh he can settle for jump shots real deep long twos or just long threes early in the shot clock um he isn't efficient but you know that's at the college level he was he was the best player on this team not that he didn't have other talent it's just that you know he's just he's a gunner he's a shooter so um that can be fixed at the next level well of course with better talent uh you know you got better floor spacing uh bigs that can finish better at the nba so That'll, that'll get better uh, on the next level. But he can get tunnel vision on his drive. So uh, sometimes he'll drive. This is like a high school tendency that a lot of guys have, especially like the guards and the forwards, that, you know, the scorers. Uh, they're so used to just going to the lane and people getting out the way or, you know, just jumping over people. But at the college level, uh, those guys take charges. You know, when, when you're out to the lane, they stop <laughs> getting in front of you. And he can, he, I've seen him do have some real bad uh, charges as well. Um, 
like I said, the, the, the mid-range shots that he takes, the long mid-ranges, sometimes he settles for those instead of easily getting to the, he can easily get to the rim. Uh, you know, he can evade those, those defenders try to take charges easily. So he'll fix that at the next level. Uh, just like it can be a strength, his defensive motor can be a weakness as well. He can drift on defense sometimes, be in no man's land. Um, he can take uh, necessary gambles at the ball. Uh, you know, I was, I was watching, I forget who they played, but um, he was picking up picking up the ball full court, and it's like a you know semi transition situation, and he's reaching for the ball, and now it's a four on five situation. Gave a play up on the other end, and um, he isn't that great in help help situations and rotations. Um, that's just a focus thing. That's just a you know just being engaged in the game at all times, uh, which, you know, sometimes he can, sometimes he can't. But, of course, uh, at the next level, that'll definitely be fixed. So my projection for him, I think he can be a easily 25-point-per-game player at the NBA uh, level, great defensively. Uh, I think he can be easy, easily be an all-star, first-team, all, you know, uh, all-NBA type of player. I think he can be like a Brad Beal mixed with James Harden type of guy, you know, big guard, big, you know, primary ball handler go get buckets second on my uh on my board i have Lamelo ball Lamelo played in australia this year didn't play in college uh, Lamelo ball is a six eight point guard about 180 pounds uh, the first thing that jumps out at, at Lamelo is his passing vision of course if you watch you know lonzo ball you know how great of a passer he is and he's a he's a oversized point guard as well so um yeah he can see over the defense he can he has great pace. He has a great feel for the game. Uh, he knows how to fit passes in places that people usually wouldn't think of. Uh, just the offhand, no look passes. Uh, it can be some coaches don't like it, but the jump passes. You know, he'll drive to the basket, jump, look one way, pass the other way. Uh, tip, and touch passes, driving through the lane, just quick drop offs and pin. Uh, uh, excuse me, uh, <laughs> drop off passes. Uh, spreading the needle on passes it's, his passing vision is amazing uh, he also can be a very good scorer uh, at the next level if he puts his mind to it uh, he is very efficient inefficient excuse me but he shows flashes of how good he can be shifty uh, he can finish over and around defenders he, can, he has a good shot he has good range on the shot one of his most patented shots is his floater now, I've seen him I've seen him shoot floaters from the three point line and it goes in so that's a good that's a good uh good tool in this game like i said his handle is really good he's quick he's fast uh if you look at him play uh he doesn't he doesn't play six eight he plays like six three uh he plays like a smaller guard you know but he's he's shifty just like smaller guards uh he has a great handle and you know he has a, a good sense of the game to how to get around people and how to get into a shot and like i said he has great instincts just like his brother lonzo they're both great rebounders um they both make they're both unselfish. They just have a good feel for the game, man. So I saw I was watching this highlight of them on Twitter. It was Alonzo's freshman year, yeah, freshman year of high school, and Jello was in eighth grade, and they had Lamelo out, Lamelo out there in the fifth grade. Uh, he was a fifth grader playing up three, four age groups. So um, you know his instincts has been there since a kid, uh, and he's just good, man. Defensively, he plays well in the passing lanes. He's not a lockdown defender by no means, but. Uh, off the ball uh, he knows how to shoot gaps uh, I've seen him get a couple good blocks uh, and you know and help rotation situations but you know don't even don't expect him to be a, a lockdown defender at all but going to, into his weaknesses um, he can be erratic sometimes on defense and offense just like you know that Chino Hills if you 
<laughs> I'm sure you've seen the Chino Hills highlights of his freshman and sophomore year and then going overseas to uh, uh, well, what country was it? I forgot. But anyway, going overseas, he plays erratic sometimes. Um, you know, bad shot selection sometimes, you know, just taking 30 foot threes early in the shot clock for no reason or just stupid gambles at the ball on defense, uh, which is a, a, a thing that he learned, you know, throughout high school and earlier on in his career, just free for all kind of. And, you know, that can if you gamble on defense and they're at a four or five situation, you're giving up easy buckets, you know, giving up shooters, you know, helping off shooters, that type of thing. Uh, but that can be fixed at the length, at the next level. Uh, you know, film study, of course, having better players around. And uh, like I said, the defensive focus, he's not fundamentally great. He's not a great, doesn't slide well. Uh, like I said, bad gambles, bonehead plays, just just stupid stuff that happens. But like I said, he's 18, 19 years old. Uh, he's young. All that, all those things be uh, fixed at the next level. So I think he's the overall second best prospect. He'll be a all NBA type player. Uh, multiple time all-star so I think he'll be like a Penny Hardaway type of player uh, third uh, I have Obi Toppin 6'9 power forward slash center at Dayton a sophomore this year Obi was uh, I think he won the Wooden National Player of the Year this year so um, put up 20 points 9 rebounds a game and uh, yeah man he's a if you've ever seen any Obi Toppin highlight he's an athlete bro like great vertical catch lobs dunking on people all over the place uh he's a great rim runner you know a lot of easy transition but his his biggest thing is like the pin down uh he'll just he'll just pin guys at the free throw line and lob over top dunk easy all game so he's really really good uh especially in pick and roll situations he's a big target you can throw it up at the rim he just go get it he, that's how athletic he is um in the half court uh, with that offense in Dayton, uh, if it's off ball, he, he's good at finding little little, little slots to stay in to get easy buckets on a drive. He can go in a dunker spot, a little drop-off pass, easy dunk. You know, he, he's good at, you know, finding his way to score. Um, like I said, he can finish over the defense. He has a good scoring potential. Uh, he shot 42% uh, over his career at Dayton, 77 on twos this year. So he can he can put the ball in the bucket when he needs to. Uh, open threes though not you know off the dribble he's he's not really good off the dribble at all make creating his own shot or well, jump shot uh, spot up though pick and pop situations come uh, transition situations uh, trail threes he can knock those down easy and uh, defensively like I said oh and, the, and he's great in the post as well he can finish over each shoulder uh, you know right hook left hook um, good touch around the rim uh, rim protection, he averaged 1.5 blocks per 40. Uh, he can great, great fundamentals when contesting shots at the rim. Uh, he doesn't have a lot, doesn't, you know, draw a lot of, or doesn't create a lot of fouls on defense, but uh, he very uh, good, so <laughs> excuse me, stuttering, man. Excuse me, but uh, very good at contesting shots at the rim and not fouling. So um, at the NBA next level, he'll probably be a good small ball five. If he can improve his jump shot and create enough to dribble, he'll be a really good uh, stretch four. I think he'll be better at the four uh, at the next level. But his weaknesses, like I said, uh, he's only he's 6'9", 220. Uh, if you see the way he's built, he has, a, you know, real big shoulders. But he has, like, really, really skinny legs, narrow waist, so it's not like he has a good base. He doesn't have a good base at all. 
So um, against bigger forwards and centers in the NBA, he's he's baby food down there. If it's not a vertical contest, uh, you know, against the the Jokic type players and the Anthony Davises and the the Zion or Zion Williamsons and you know you name it, any other big forward that can that does his job in the post, he's he's done for. So um, and also guarding against guards, he doesn't slide well. He's not very good uh, moving laterally. Uh, so pick and roll situations, he's he's toast. Uh, <laughs> but like I said, he can, he can contest at the rim, weak side help type thing. But uh, offensively, like I said earlier, doesn't have that many dribble moves. Doesn't have a mid range game. Uh, well, creating for itself, you know, pick and pop situations, he's good. He's good, but. Uh, at the next level, I think he'll be like a John Collins type guy. Uh, Stro Miles Swift, if people remember him back in the early 2000s. Uh, you know, good players, good athletes. You know, John Collins was a just a lob catcher type guy when he first came into the NBA. But now he's a 20 point uh, per game score. And he's a good player. So if he can develop his outside game, develop his off the dribble game, he'll be easily all star. And fourth, I have James Wiseman, seven foot one freshman. 240 pounds from Memphis. He only played three games in college this year, so a lot of his tape is coming from uh, his high school film. Uh, he was the number one player in the nation last year. Uh, and his strengths, man, his frame, he has a great frame. 7'1", 240, 9'4", standard reach, 7'5", wingspan. He's an amazing athlete if you've seen him play. Uh, he runs like the wind, can jump out the gym. Uh, he's, a great, he's a good scorer, smooth post game. He's good around the rim. Uh, you know, Offensive, offensive rebounds, he's good. Putbacks, can finish through traffic. And uh, like I said, seven foot, seven foot one, nine foot four, standing reach, and he's athletic. Easy lob threat, DeAndre Jordan type of guy. With offense, though, you know he can get his own shot if he needs to. He's a smooth athlete from the perimeter. He can make his own dribble move if he needs to. Uh, take a guy off the dribble, spin moves, euro steps. He has that in his game. He has good footwork in the post. Uh, and if he needs to, he's strong enough to just. Finish through guys, just finish over, just punish guys, punish smaller guys at the rim. Uh, at the re- rebounding, again, nine for four standard reach. I can't stress that enough. So, crash the glass on offense and defense. Athlete gets boards. Uh, defensive potential, he can be a, a great, great rim protector when he wants to be. He's a great shot blocker at times. Uh, great, better coming off a weak side help. Um, can guard on perimeter at, at times too. He's athletic enough. He's fundamentally sound enough at times. Uh, his length is great. He bothers every shot that comes near him. So, um, yeah, he's good, man. Weaknesses, he can be jumpy. Like I said, he only played three games at college. So, it's uh, going off of, you know, basically nothing really. He, he like a, If you know, he left Memphis early, you know, entered his name in the draft really early. Had some troubles with the NCAA. But like I said, back to his weaknesses, he's foul prone. I think that'll be fixed in the NBA. You look at guys like Jaron Jackson, who had a lot of problems with fouls in college and early in the NBA. But now, you know, film study, practicing, you know, it gets better. So he'll be he'll be good on that, watching uh, and learning from the game more at the professional level. Uh, when contesting shots, he's not get that great at the rim. Like I said, foul prone. He tends to swipe down at shots instead of going straight up uh, vertically. Um and inconsistent on defense sometimes he can kind of get lost in space uh, just little things like if a guy set a screen off ball screen you know just to bump a guy just you know quick uh sometimes he can just stand on his man stay attached when there's no need to be uh, staying attached 
um, a lot of people question of his toughness. Uh, I was watching the McDonald's All-American game and also the uh, the feeble national the FIBA national game, uh, the USA, and uh, he was kind of getting bullied sometimes, man. And you know he was just getting just dunked on and just getting pushed out the way. But you know you're six or seven foot one, two forty, shouldn't be getting pushed out the way like that that easy. Um, you know he does use his body as well as he hit as he could, but I think that's just coming with you know learning the nuances of the game and just learning how to really use his body. Uh, and yeah, you know he doesn't have a mean streak. You know like guys like even Anthony Davis and Giannis. Uh, uh, you look at other guys that big. Joel and B definitely has some has some of that mean you know that nastiness in them. You know just just I'm gonna just go through you. There's nothing you can do about it. Even offense and defense as well. But uh, He's good though. He'll be he'll be a great great NBA player. He'll be an All Star. I think I look at uh, Aiden as a, a bigger Chris Bosh. Um, he has a nice little mid range game. He has nice footwork. He's finesse. Uh, he can be power if he needs to. If he needs to, if he needs to use it. But you know I think of a bigger Chris Bosh, uh, DeAndre Aiden type of guy. And to round up my top five, I have uh, Onyeka Okongwu, six uh, nine power forward slash center from uh, USC. Uh, it's 235. is kind of a throwback type of guy. Um, like the, you know, the big type, you know, big center, set screens, catch lobs. Uh, he has a great post game. He can finish with either right hand or left hand. Uh, like I said, he's a vertical threat. Stresses the floor vertically instead of, you know, horizontally on the floor. Uh, you know, you have to respect him in the pick and roll game just because he's such a great athlete. He goes up and get lobs. Uh, just like a DeAndre Jordan type guy or, a, you know, Anthony Davis or, you know, any type of, you know, big athletic uh, forward or center in the NBA. Uh, he has good hands in traffic. Um, I was watching some film on him. You know, he just goes up and get like a, like a receiver, man, like Calvin Johnson down there. He just goes and gets it, man. There's, there's nobody that can stop him down there, especially at USC this season. Um, he has a great defensive upside. He averaged 3.5 blocks per 40. I think in the game against TSC, TCU, if I'm not mistaken, he had seven blocks in the game. He was dominant uh, steals. He uh, his athleticism helps him contest shots. He has a seven foot three wingspan. Um, you know, if, if you remember him, he was the the guy catching lobs from from Lonzo and Lamelo in his freshman year in, in, in college or in high school, back in those Chino Hills days. So that's crazy. Chino Hills got two top five picks potentially. But uh, yeah, back to him. <laughs> um, Good pick and roll instincts. He sets screens well, catches lives well, like I mentioned earlier. On defense, um, he guards the pick and roll well. He can guard multiple positions. Um, he can. I'm not sure if he can guard ones yet. You know the elite type of guys, but I say right now he's he's better guarding the three through five. He's big guy down low. He plays really really hard. He has a really high motor. And um, even at USC this year, I saw some playmaking potential. Um, you know, he got double teamed a lot in the post. They was running two, three guys at him sometimes in the post. So uh, he takes his time in the post when he's get double teamed. He throws it out well. Uh, makes makes the, the right read. Uh, where there's, if he's getting post uh, posted up on one block, he's getting double teamed. Good at throwing to the opposite corner. Uh, so that's that would be really beneficial uh, in today's NBA when you got a lot of shooters, you got a lot of spacing. So, you know. You gotta pick your poison. You're gonna take the bucket on the post up, or you're gonna <laughs> gonna take the three. So weaknesses. He's still learning the game. He's re- he's still really raw. 
uh, you can look at his game. Sometimes he's just out there, just just being an athlete, you know. But sometimes that's not, that's not enough at the NBA, uh, at the NBA level. Um, you got to have some some real fundamental skill, but he'll he'll develop it over time. Um, like I said, he's not that much of a he doesn't have a real position. He played the five in college, but um, I'm not sure what he'll play in the NBA, at the NBA level. He's kind of he can play the five, but he will be better at the four. But unfortunately, he can't shoot really, so that kind of leave a you know leave a def- offensive liability uh, when it comes to floor spacing. So um, like I said, even though he is good at passing out of double teams as well, uh, he can turn the ball over and make some dumb decisions as well. And um, in the post on defense, you know, boxing out or you know, he kind of gets pushed off his spot sometimes. So getting tougher down there, getting getting his position better, he'll get better at that in the NBA. So the next level, I think, will be like a Montrez Harrell type guy, just energy, you know, crashing the glass, blocking shots, guarding, you know, getting buckets down down low, you know, doing all the dirty work. So I think he'll be good down there. Uh, I'll go. I'm gonna go with uh, with where they fit, because you know, even though you can be the number one player in the nation or in the in the, in the draft the best team or the number one pick may not be the best fit so uh, Anthony Edwards I feel like he would fit better with uh, Cleveland just because um, they need a guard they have Darius Garland and they have um, Colin Sexton but I'm not sure how long they can go with that two you know those two small guards uh, they still have Kevin Porter as well but I'm not sure how how good they Cleveland can really be with those two point guards in the lineup. So, I think he would best fit with Cleveland. Uh, I think James Wiseman would fit best with Golden State, just because Golden State uh, they never really had a dominant big man. Uh, they had Andrew Bogut back in the day. They had um, Zaza Pachulia at one at one point last year. They had Boogie, but he was in and out of the lineup. So I feel like you know with that floor spacing, he can be a really really good pick and roll target for Steph and uh, and Draymond. You know at, at that pick and roll. You know how they do. The short roll, throw the lob up. He'll be really great. Defensively, he's versatile. Uh, I, f- I think he'll really fit with Golden State, uh, Minnesota. I don't know about. I don't know who they need, man. If I was in Minnesota, I would just take Lamelo. Just take the best available. Uh, they don't really have a point guard. Uh, Carl. Well, I'm lying. I think I did uh, Russell now. Hmm. Shoot, I'll just still take Lamelo Ball at that point. He's the best available. Uh, he is 6'8", so, I mean, it'll be a really, really big backcourt. 6'5", Russell, 6'8", uh, LaMelo Ball, uh, goal Carl Anthony Towns. Be another score. They'll be atrocious on defense, though, but, hey, <laughs> cost to be the boss, man. You got to gotta put some points on the board in today's NBA. So, uh, fourth, Atlanta has a fourth pick. I think, I honestly think uh, Obi Toppin would fit well with them. Uh They'll still be horrible on defense again this year, but hey, beggars can't be choosers. Uh, he'll be a really good pick and roll uh, threat for um, Trey Young. Uh, Trey Young has been doing his thing, man. Basically, thirty and ten this year, so uh, he'll be a good pick and roll uh, threat for them. Go along, go alongside John Collins, um, Cam Reddish. They also got Clint Capella down there, so he'll be a good off the bench, uh, off the bench guy. Get a few buckets, play the little defense, block a couple shots. So he'll be a good energy guy for uh, Atlanta if they pick him there. And five, Detroit. Uh, I think I think he'll fit well uh, alongside Blake Griffin. Um, 
he can kind of fill Andre Drummond's shoes, even though Drummond is a bigger guy, a uh, b- better rebounder, but still, um, he's a great energy guy. I think he'll fit there. But, hey, who knows with the NBA draft, man. Teams can move up and move down. So, But thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Cam's Corner Podcast. I will be back very soon with uh, my 5 through 10, uh, the NBA draft. Uh, I got some more top- topics coming soon with the NBA lock, you know, lockdown. Uh, with this coronavirus pandemic and I'll, I'll be discussing who I think will, should win if the regular season doesn't start again I'll be giving you my MVP and rookie of the year and defensive player of the year type thing and all all those type of things so stay on the lookout man appreciate y'all listening I'm out <laughs>